I am so excited to introduce Neutralite. This company has been around for 80 plus years. They were green before green was even a thing. They have the world's number one kids and adults vitamins and kids and adults probiotics. This company uses the power of plants from seed to product to nourish and support you and your family's immune systems so you can have fun and enjoy living life together. You know, personal testimony, I had allergies for years and couldn't even be in the room with dust or cats. And the only thing I've changed since then were my vitamins and supplements. They truly cleaned out my system. And now I have three cats. Don't spend another penny on low quality vitamins that invest more in advertisement than the product. Arm yourself with Neutralite vitamins and probiotics, and they have so many more things that will keep you and your family happy and healthy. Also, you can earn points towards cash with every purchase, and with purchases over $99, there's free shipping. Stop losing sleep and time with your family and get back to life with Neutralite. The link is in the show notes. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Delena Green. She is the founder of Greenhouse Music. Delena is from a small town in Alaska, and she loves all things Alaska. This extremely talented woman, wife, and mom of three beautiful girls has such a beautiful and big personality. She's full of life, joy, and laughter, and it's no wonder she is loved by so many. As a teacher, she thrives in helping people learn, grow, and to see them reach their full potential. When it comes to passions, Delena has many in addition to her music, like family, faith, friends, and lattes on the top of her list. In this episode, we talk about how Delena's passion to give children access to affordable, quality music lessons is at the pinnacle of her heart. In fact, for this month, she has a coupon for $30 off for my listeners. In the show notes, they have a link. You can just click and go. We talk about how she offers additional support for parents, giving them the tools to teach their children at home. Also, how using colors in her lessons with younger kids and kids that would otherwise have a challenge seeing past the black and white keys helps them with the main obstacles when learning piano. She also forms lessons and a suitable plan to specifically help her students' progress and understanding. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea, and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Delena has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. And today we have Delena Green from Greenhouse Music. Delena, say hello to our guests and tell us what is something you think most people don't know about homeschooling? Uh, first off, Bex, thank you so much for having me today. And um, I guess my first thing that I think of was you don't have to do it alone. Um, 
it's really awesome, especially, okay, so I'm a business owner. I've been a business owner before I became a mom. And this year I actually had um, another piano teacher because I teach piano music who she had been teaching piano for 20 years. So, I mean, it's, it's a kind of a compliment when someone like that comes to you and wants you to teach four of their kids. And I told her, I'm like, how, how did you do that? Like, how did you have four children and <laughs> teach piano? And her, her first thing that she said, she goes, I outsource. Uh, and she was a homeschooling parent. And I'm like, oh, that's a great point. You outsource. <laughs> and a great way that you can outsource is using online courses like greenhouse music for piano, uh, using, you know, things like OutSchool. Uh, there's so many Instagram moms out there that are homeschool business owners that, you know, go to the homeschool niche and provide principles, things like that. Like you don't have to teach on a subject that you know nothing about. You can find so many different resources. So that's my, like, I think the biggest misconception is that moms or dads feel like they have to know 100% about the subject in order to teach it. And you don't have to, you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. There's ways to get around that. Yeah. There are so many resources. I mean, and there are passionate people like you, you have so much passion and you're so bubbly, like who wouldn't want to <laughs> be in your school? Honestly, it'd probably be a, so much fun. And just to, cause you know, passion honestly is caught. You really can't teach it. You have to be around it. And when you're around it enough, you just, it just becomes part of you. So I love being around people who are passionate and love what they do because they do it with all their heart and they make you want to do it. They make you want to be part of it as well. So I think that is so awesome. And so you teach music, right? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've been studying music pretty much my whole life. You know, I was writing songs in the sandbox is kind of my <laughs> way I joke about it because I would literally sit there in the sandbox and just write songs about my day. Um, but I've been teaching music since I was 19 years old wow. is when I went into business for the first time. And so that was over 10 years ago now. And I've been studying music for over 20 years. So this has been something that is just, it's in every facet of my life. My husband and I are both musicians and we met in band room and we fell in love, you know, over, we had these, you know, we bonded over music. So it's, it is something that I am very passionate about. And I think that there is a place for music in every family. I love that. I love that. So, okay. So greenhouse music, I, mm -hmm. I have to ask you, how did you get that name? Because I'm over here thinking like greenhouse, is she talking about greenhouse gases? Like, what did we talk about? <laughs> So last year we had our third baby and my husband has been working a retail job, our whole relationship. And he came to me after we had her and he had been taking care of our older two. And he goes, you know, I think I could do this full time. Like, I think I would be happy being a full time stay at home dad and we could go after your business together. And that was the first time that he had ever really thought about being involved in my business. It was mine before we got married. It was always called Delena Music because it was just the easiest way to put myself into it. And I was selling myself for so many years as a musician, as a performer, and as a teacher. So when I started thinking, okay, is this something, the direction my family wants to go and involve my whole family in this, which I had already been doing a little bit with my girls, I was like, I need to come up with a new name. And I need to rebrand because Delena Music isn't cutting it for me anymore. That doesn't feel like that's my future in this business. So I started playing around with ideas and Greenhouse just came um, when I started thinking about the words like 
I want to focus on growth and cultivating that growth and, you know, the beautiful, like that organic um, love and passion for music that just, you know, can happen. Um, it just, this whole greenhouse thing, this picture just started kind of popping up in my head over and over and over. And it took me a while to get on board with it, but then I was like, you know, our last name is green. <laughs> so it kind of, it just sort of came together in different puzzle pieces that all of a sudden I was like, you know, this is the name that I want to go with. And it was going to be like Greenhouse Music Academy or Greenhouse Music Studio. My husband's like, no, just keep it simple. Greenhouse Music. And the more I used it, the more it felt like that is my business. Wow. Uh, and I just, I felt so connected to the name. And I think that it represents exactly where I want to go with this business and how I want to be represented to students and how our family is just so involved in this. I love that. I love that. That is really, <laughs> it's very deep and powerful, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but, it, it is. So you started when you were 19 years old. Wow. Mm -hmm. That that's, that's really amazing because I don't know a lot of 19 year olds that have begun a business and still are doing the same business. And that is the financial thing that, that is bringing their family through. So like, how, like, just walk me through that. Like, talk me through that, like <laughs> 19 years old to now, like how, like, wow. That's a really good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've always wanted to be a business owner um, ever since I was a kid. In fact, like there was about four things that I wanted to be. I wanted to be an actress, a singer, and a business owner. Like okay. I want, or a musician, I should say, instead of singer. So business, um, singer, or musician, and an actress. Those were the three things that I wanted. And I've pursued every single one of those. I've been a performing artist uh, all over the States. And then I've been an actress. I've been in films and television. Um, I've gone to film school. And all of these were passions of mine. And I was teaching music, you know, as I was going through all this. Um, but it's more recently that I realized, like, even though those didn't connect at first, they've all kind of come together to do exactly where I'm going with my business. You know, I'm using my film background and my acting background to um, create this, these filmed courses and all wow. this stuff. Um, it's been quite the journey. You know, every step had a learning curve. I, when I started my business, like you said, I was 19. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a dream come true to be running my own business. I, like I said, I always wanted to do that, but then, you know, I got engaged and then I was like, okay, how, how does this work? Like, it, you know, you're getting married, you're moving in with your husband after you get married and all this stuff. And you have this business and how does that, like, how's that cohesive? How do you work that together? It's almost like, um, you know, coming in with another, like a, an animal or something, you just, you get used to that. There's a new relationship there. Um, so he always stayed pretty separate and just like, let me do my own thing. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, when I had kids, it was, again, it completely changed how my business was and trying to figure out how do I merge this together? How does this work? What am I as a business owner now and a mother? And I think now the last year or so is finally when I was like, this is, this is what I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be with my business and as a mother as well and how those are combined. So it's just been like, I, I mean, there's so much I've gone up and down in this business, but it's a really good feeling to be able to say that I've had this successful business for over 10 years now. And, um, 
there's a lot that I've learned and, you know, I've gone to business school and there's a lot of classes that I, I pulled, you know, from the back of my mind, these lessons and, and it's just, you know, you got to keep going. <laughs> you got to keep going if it's your dream. So here I am. Here you are. That's awesome. Take me through like, um, one of your lessons. I look at where they are because you're going to start a six-year-old differently than you're going to start a nine-year-old. Uh, there's different developmental things that they're ready for at different ages. And I try to utilize those as much as I can. I have preschoolers that I teach. And so I use a lot more colors with those guys and um, colored pom-poms and colored bells to help them get all the different notes and change the music from black and white to color. And that just really works for that age group versus like when you're 10, you don't need that nearly as well. You can make the connections without the color. So age is a big point in coming in and figuring out where they are. I do an evaluation. And then the way that I structure the typical lesson, and there is, um, there is some give or take on this because depending on how the kid is feeling that day, depending on what they accomplished that week, what their lesson time looked like, I'm not a student that gets, or I'm not a teacher that gets mad at students if they don't practice. I just want them to be honest with me and tell me, hey, I didn't get to it this week. It's like, okay, here's what we're going to start with. But for the most part, my structured lessons go like this. They come in and they play the song two times. First time, I call it the first pancake because you always throw it out. And they are playing on an instrument that they hadn't played on all week. They're playing on my piano. And that's different from what they have at home no matter if they have an acoustic or a keyboard. So that first time is just every student just gets used to it and they always have the most mistakes that one. So we call it the first pancake, get it out of the way, and then we do their actual song. Um, and you know, I give them feedback and then we go over any tricky areas or we move on to the next one where this is the way that I structure my in-home lessons and my online courses. It goes the same thing where we I play the song so that they can hear it because so many kids are auditory learners. And I point out anything like I call them musical clues. So anything in the song that, you know, the music is telling us what the song's going to sound like before we even play it. There's all these musical clues that breaks this down. I point those out and then I have them play it while saying the name of the notes or just sight reading, depending on their age. Um, then we do the counting of it. And then we sing it with the words and then they do play and feel, which is just kind of playing and checking where you're at. If there's any trouble areas, if you were struggling with dynamics in a specific spot, which, you know, loud or soft, there's things that you sometimes just have to work on a little bit more. And that's what we do with our play and feel. And so then we work on that and we do that every week. And sometimes that process takes like five minutes. Sometimes it takes 15 it just depends on the student and like I said, their practice time. But I like that I have that structure in my home studio, but I also, I walk through each one of those steps on every single lesson in my online course because it breaks apart visual, it breaks apart auditory and they are you know, being actionable, they're moving their fingers. It goes through so many different learning styles in that 20 minutes that 15 minutes and most kids can connect and engage with that a lot easier when you reach those learning styles. So roughly how long is your, are your lessons, would you say like normally like a, a normal, lesson? my in-person lessons are usually uh, 20 to 30 minutes depending on their age. And then my online courses are about 15 to 20 minutes and nice. averaging. There's, yeah. some, there's some that are going to be shorter than others and some that might be a little bit on the longer side, but for the most part, they're between 10 and 15, 10 and 20. 
For sure. Yeah, I totally get that because I, I mean, I take vocal lessons. I've been taking them for a while and um, the, well, I've done like the hour one and, I'm, and I've done the 45 minute one. I'm like, you know what? 45 minutes is just perfect. Tough time. I don't even think I need that long. I could probably do 30 minutes. <laughs> like seriously. I used to do like hour long lessons with students, especially when I first started out. And I just found that the benefit wasn't there. You know, after a while, it's it's just getting to the point where you hit a wall in that one lesson when they're young. Yeah. And so I started giving shorter lessons instead of longer ones. And I found that most parents liked that and the kids were responding really well, especially the younger ones. So. That's wisdom. That is wisdom. Awesome. Think, so think about it as, yeah, you do quality over quantity. For sure. And that's, that's another homeschooling tip that is applied through a lot. Don't, don't push it too far. You can do quality over quantity. Oh, I love it. I love that. That's su that's such wisdom because a lot of times I think people mistaken, you know, longer for more like better when, you know, you can give a lot of quality in a shorter period of time and not have to be like dragging things out. I honestly don't think that we really retain things after a certain amount of time anyways. Mm -hmm. Like I think after a certain amount of time, even as an adult, you kind of just like check out. You're like, all right, um, I'm good. You know, I can't even <laughs> think anymore. Right. It's like, oh, my gosh. After a while, you just kind of like, all right, can I just do the little thing that we just finished doing? <laughs> yeah. And you have to take breaks, too, to let yourself process it. So that active listening skill that even kids, you know, they're not, they're not there yet. They don't know how to active listen. And that's something that you have to learn how to do. So when you're educating them, whether it's through homeschool or public school, or as a teacher that teaches to homeschool students, uh, you have to teach them how to be an active listener and what that looks like. And also, you know, be an example of that. That's what I love about music too, learning music, because that, that's a skill, being an active listener, that you can apply outside of listening to music. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I find that- I had a parent recently come. Um, I have these preschool classes that I teach and these topic classes. So I have this three-year-old and I have a group of three-year-olds. Um, my my four-year-old is in the class too. Uh, and they're so much fun. But every week we do about the same three or four songs to open up the class. And then the rest of it, we do whatever lesson I have. Um, and we rotate the songs a little bit, but there is this one mom who came back and she goes, my daughter doesn't sing any other songs the way that she sings your songs. When she sings your songs, she enunciates the word or she, you know, will really involve her face and make sure things are clear. And she's three, you know, it's hard to speak those clear words when you're three years old. My three-year-old doesn't always speak clearly. Um, and so it was just really cool to have that, that feedback of how you can see music impact the speech patterns when uh, the kids are seeing that example through a teacher or a parent that's teaching them that music. Yeah, and, and there, there are just so many benefits to having your child learn music I'll say at any age, whether it's their mm -hmm. little or older, because it just taps into that other part of your brain where, you know, your creativity side and you're able to like your right brain, you're able to like let the left brain relax and rest and be able to, you know, process whatever things you've learned. And now you're using your right. Well, it looks like left on that side, but it's my right side of my brain. <laughs> You know, it's even more powerful because sometimes you're using both sides when you're learning an instrument. 
because you have that that motion of the fingers you're thinking about the notes and processing what those notes mean and it's a language that you're learning yes yeah it it really is powerful i mean i've heard of um testimonies of like you know my math got better you know i i learned my other classes better my english class was easier i found that you know things didn't weren't as challenging for me after learning music so it's like mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you put your kid in a music class, you know, and give them the benefit of being able to be great in all of their classes? Because this one, it's just, it just drives me crazy that a lot of schools have taken music out when this really yeah. can help the whole school actually become a better school because you would elevate, you know, the kids learning and mm -hmm. education it's such a shame, but I'm so glad that we have homeschool and we have teachers like you who do it on, who do it for them and are able to, you know, just pass on your passion to, to students. So I love that. I think that's fantastic. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It feels like a gift. Honestly, I, sometimes I'm so shocked that this is actually what I'm doing. Like I wow. said, I had all those passions when I was really little and to see them come together and kind of form this, this dream that I never even knew I had um, and combining that with my motherhood and involving my kids, my, the preschool, I just did a preschool music uh, course. I just filmed one and it's not published yet, but it's coming. And my preschooler, my four-year-old who I am currently homeschooling, uh, she did a lot of the songs with me for the videos. And so she's going to be involved in that and get to look back on that as she you know, grows up and learns more about music in general and figures out, you know, what her passionate level is for it. If she wants to do piano all through her life, or if she wants to switch to another instrument eventually, but just being able to have that little like gift of sharing that with my family is so, so incredible. Yeah. A serendipity you probably didn't even think was exactly there. Yeah. I had, um, I was planning on going to business school at Northwest university in Kirkland, Washington. And it was where my parents, one of my big sister went. And so I was like, okay, this is where I'm going to go when I graduate. Uh, spoiler alert. I did not go there, but, um, my dad knew the president of the college and he took us out to dinner one time on our, when I was down there and he told me, and I don't remember what his degrees were, but he says, I have a master's in this and I have a master's in this. And they are like, they couldn't be farther apart, not connected whatsoever. But when he got this job that he got as the president, it's all of a sudden those two connected on just that one job. And wow. I won't forget that conversation. I was probably 16 and I still remember sitting at that table and everybody at that table had, you know, tears in their eyes as he was talking to me about, these are my passions, but I have no idea how God's going to use them. And he's like, God will connect them. You can't see it, but God's going to connect those passions. And it's been recently that I've been realizing that. And that conversation has been playing in my head over and over um, so much so that I've like written a letter to him <laughs> to say, you know, thank you for that. But seeing, you know, we don't, we don't see the big picture. We don't know when we start our homeschooling journey, uh, when our kids are little or when we pull them out of school, we don't see the big picture of where they're going to be in 10 years, but the impact starts the day that you make that decision. And that's how I feel with this is I, I never could have dreamed that this was my life, but I have three beautiful girls, wonderful husband, and this business that's growing and 
hopefully creating a legacy for them. Oh my gosh. I love that word legacy. I do because that's, what it's really all about. You know, we want to leave a legacy for our children and how better to do it with your family. You know what I mean? So that they can Mm -hmm. see and, you know, pick up the mantle. I love that. So where, what's the call to action? Where can families and parents connect with you and, you know, register their kids into your school? Oh my goodness. So thank you. Uh, You could go to Greenhouse Music, AK. So Greenhouse Music Alaska is, that's the abbreviation for Alaska. Greenhousemusicak.com. And I have this beginning piano course that will be at a discount because of Bex. Uh, There's a 10% discount. (laughs) And you can take these piano classes. um, You can enjoy them with your kids and enjoy them as a family so that it's a family event. But they also can be studied individually by the kids. So they don't have to involve the parents, but it's so much more beautiful when they are involved. And as a family, you can grow together in that skill. Uh, So greenhousemusicak.com. And there's this beginning piano unit one course is where you start and it's just so excellent I'm really proud of it I get to engage with the kids you can send me videos of them playing there's a Facebook community group for it and I, I share blogs and tips and everything so it's, it's just a really really fun project that's awesome and I have I have the information here so I will definitely put it in the show notes so that people can just click and go yeah <laughs> awesome absolutely And I mean, I'm also on Instagram and Pinterest. And so you can find me all over. (laughs) You're there. You are there. So Delana, as, as we wrap up, what is one takeaway you want to leave with families from our conversation today? I guess my biggest thing that is at my foundation um, and what I think should be at many is, is find your why. You know, it's something that they use in business all the time. Find what your message is. It's something that you do across. You can apply this message to really anything. But I think it's important when you're thinking about homeschool, find your why. Is your why because you want to be the impact? You know, you want to be that impact in your life, in their lives? Or, you know, is it because the the local schools aren't doing it for you? Is there a connection that you're needing? Um, is it you want to give a Christian foundation? But that why is going to keep you going when things are frustrated and things will get frustrating. You know, it's a learning battle for both of you. So remember your why, write it down in a journal, in your homeschooling planner, uh, make that statement, keep it as a motto, you know, make your make your mission statement uh, as a family and as a homeschool, you know. And I think when you do that, that gets you through the, the harder times. Such wisdom. That was value bomb city. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I love wow. that word, value wow. bomb. I'm gonna fantastic. need to I'm gonna need to write that down. Keep it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing Thanks like your story, me. your background, yeah, your testimony, everything. Just giving us a sneak peek into your life and how everything began. It just it's kind of cool mm-hmm. getting behind the scenes of things. So thank you for coming on and sharing. Absolutely. Thanks for having me back. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, 
follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.